I'm sure ready for our fight. I, I don't There's not going to be a fight. I mean, Jamel called me out. Because I, I know how you are, Devin. You don't even know. I don't even know. I, I honestly don't even know what it's about. I'm assuming okay. it's about L-Dog. We'll see. We'll see. Let me mute this real quick. Represent my nigga Lawrence. Uh, I, I, I missed that nigga, man. It's good seeing this nigga back on screen. Baby. This is not this is not my opinion of Baby. the episode. Oh, sorry. L Dog is bike. I told you, I'm not saying a single thing until we start recording. Yeah, it. All right. Was that my best friend in the background? It is him. What up, homie? Oh, you see him? Yeah, he just oh, I didn't realize bike. you could see him. That's my best friend. What up, homie? <laughs> that is not your best friend. It is my best friend. He looks warm. Tell him I say, I hope. Keep, no, no, uh, keep, uh, keep bundled up. We don't get to catch a cold out here. Yeah, it's cold up here. Yeah, see, I know. I'm it's looking out for him. Here. But he's busy because the Bulls are playing. So. <laughs> oh, it's a big game tonight. Oh, Bulls, Nets. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, All right, he's right, busy. Right. So if you hear some random screaming. Oh, James Harden. Oh, boy. <laughs> Keeping in his beard. Right, okay. right. I mean, you can edit that out. You can keep it in. Do you mind if we keep it in? If you start screaming? You say that a lot, damn. Home, it don't have to be a physical place or a familiar face. Somewhere that you feel safe, it got escape when you want to be alone. Uh. Home, yeah, you can find it wherever you are. Where we sit with the birds, nature or nurture is hers. Welcome to Edit That Out, where we always leave it in. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, is my nigga, Juwan. What's up, Juwan? Chilling, bro. What up? It's a great day. Uh, Jamel, how about you, superstar of the show? I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? I'm glad you asked. I am fantastic, because since the last time we potted, the Braves did not blow a lead. I and. am the World Series champion. Oh, no, don't. Oh, don't. Let me and. land. Let me land. I will let you land. And I will let you land. The Jacksonville Jaguars are two and whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the Bills, six to nine. Nice. We are out here. Congratulations to the Jaguars. On cloud nine. And just congratulations to the Braves as well. Right. We are a champion. The cheaters could not beat, beat hold us down, Jamel. You and your Houston advocates. They were not oh, banging boy. on enough trash cans. But we <laughs> are out here. My team may be a tad racist, but at least we don't uh, cheat. A tad? Just a little bit. They do the damn tomahawk. My, my, no matter what happens... <laughs> I don't support that, mm-hmm. but I support that team. We have, uh, I was about to say we have blacks, but I don't think we do have any blacks. It's, we it's have a lot of... Uh, there, there are Negroes in there. Latin Americans, yeah. The, you ain't got no Dominicans? Yeah, Dominicans? a lot of Latin America. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot and of... We got black people there. We got black right, people right, right. Dominicans oh, yeah, right. Nobody, the Dominicans are the niggas whose first language is Spanish. Period. Right, right. Dominicans are, 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 are Dominicans are niggas who speak Spanish first. 
<laughs> and Dominican hey. women have a wonderful skin tone, if I must add. I mean, but they're all different skin tones. They tend to have a wonderful skin tone. My favorite skin tone, man. How about that? Mm-hmm. I love Latin looking have- women. How about that? Is that is that clean that up? No. It sounds like colorism to me. It is. Ooh. But it, at preference, it's not colorism. I mean, technically, if it's, a, if it's a preference, that's not colorism, is it? I feel like you might need to edit that out. What? Oh, well. I don't think about it. I, don't think I about do it. love pink. I love. I love Please, I love Please, cake nipples. Who? The actor who plays Lawrence. Who? The actor who plays Lawrence, J. Ellis. Oh, Mama, yeah. That's I right. nigga. Does His he? baby mama is white. See, I knew I love that. And, 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 this is another little interesting trivia to that. Because, um, you know, he, he has a, a daughter, I think. Mm-hmm. That just turned two. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actress who plays Condola, I think her name is Christina Elmore. She right. um, has two children by a white man. Oh, I did not know I, that. Yeah, I think it's just so funny that like they did this episode, which we'll absolutely get into. And they're both relatively new parents with mm-hmm. quite, uh, with white uh, hair. Pink this nipples is the most are for everybody. Pod. For whom? Even girls Pink like looking me? at girls' titties. Pink ones? Yes. I okay. love a chocolate but, drop every now and then. Uh, but let's get uh, into it. Uh, Jamel, I'm going to start with you. Thoughts on this episode, season five, episode three, Pressure Okay, written by you, Jason you were, Liu you and Lisa Ray, directed by Ava. Oh, come on. Fuck me. Uh, Berkowski, Berkowski, uh, Ava Berkowski, a chick that's not, yeah, I was, what's her, a chick that's not Ava Dunay. Is is Ava (laughs) unisex? It's not Ava Duvernay. Duvernay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Watch your mouth. Right on. Right, right. I was giving her props. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, that, that, no, no, that, that was props. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't shaking. Jeez, niggas, boy. I know y'all people are and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, superstar thoughts on the episode as a whole. I hated it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I hated it so much. I thought this. I gleaned that this might have been the worst episode I that Insecure has ever put out. I hated it. It was one. It was nicely directed. It was nicely written. But I hated this episode. I never want to see this episode again, ever. So uh, enlighten me. If you enjoyed the way it was directed and the material, what I was it about it, it that just, got your, uh, that creamed your corn? It was probably the fact that every decision they made was the absolute wrong decision. Everybody was making horrible decisions and it just got to the point where I was all like disgusted a little I was kind of almost grossed out you know um I could relate a lot to this episode being a new mom like I have two kids myself um and you have kids just yeah I'm surprised you aren't you know claiming them as your quote-unquote godchildren but anyways um 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like, so I, I could relate to a couple of things in this, but like every decision they made, it was like they looked on, they looked at like a roadmap of the right thing to say and the wrong thing to say. And every single time they picked the wrong thing. And after a while, I just started kind of getting grossed out. Like, cause I, it, it, it really just seemed gross. And, uh, oh God, I don't even know. It was just, it was bad. L- let I me ask you this. Did I you think it was unrealistic? Did you think that their portrayals were unrealistic of people was, in the society? It was teen you- momish. It was like teen momish. Like 30 year olds should not be, should not be behaving like this. Are you? Okay. They should not. Right. They should not be behaving like this. They should be able to communicate better than this. This seemed like too, like 16 year olds bickering over a baby this did not seem like 30 somethings um like navigating parenting together it did not seem like that that completely it was it was disgusting i hated this episode i never want to see it again i really hope this um like uh, like if this if this um if this podcast show is only about 20 minutes that's 20 minutes too long wow would you say that one party was more in the wrong than the other, or were they both wrong? They were both horrible. Okay. Juwan. They were both horrible. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like, and oh, no, I that really was, thought that I was going to – no, no, no. I really thought I was going to come out hating one person over the other, like, because, you know, generally with women, you, you know, like they have a battle of the sexist thing. No, I hated both of their decisions. Both of their decisions were trash. Lawrence is trash. Condoleezza is trash. I hate both of them. Period. I don't think Lawrence is trash, but more on that later. Uh, Juwan. <laughs> Juwan. Thoughts, uh, please. Well, I am of the differing opinion. I loved this episode, and I actually loved it more on rewatching it. Um, this episode, I watched this show this episode several times uh in preparation uh, for this podcast but also to kind of like see the nuances of what was going on as far i totally but i do agree with jamil as far as like these people are bad communicators and the decision and they did not make adult decisions but and yes it is true that 30 year olds should not act like this but we are watching a show where these where these characters do not have a level of emotional matu- maturity that they should have. All the main characters, all the side characters, you have they are emotionally stunted people and we're just watching them muddle through trying to figure life out in, in at 30-somethings. I don't think there's anyone on this show that has that is emotionally um, mature. Um as far as Oh, we're gonna argue today, boy. <laughs> as far as who was in the wrong. I found myself kind of waffling, well, kind of playing the both sides game. Uh, however, later on, I found myself kind of leaning towards one person that I was kind of sticking behind. And I kind of looked in upon subsequent viewings. I kind of found myself um, kind of off of that person and kind of going back towards the uh, towards the middle. Um, because you're again, a flip flopper. 
I am a flip flopper. So you know that this episode because they're both trash. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I was I, I was kind of on. I'll go ahead and say it. I was kind of on Lawrence's side a little bit. I could see where he was coming of from. Of course you were. Um, but I did not. But then I was. I put myself in the perspective of when he when was he around and where point was he actually coming around and I was like, oh. No, nigga, you kind of trash, you know, for how Hot you butter yeah, trash for how you kind of handled that situation. But then again, I also saw uh, where where kind where, where Condola um, was making it was kind of was unnecessarily making it difficult, and also put situation put him in situations where it wasn't really necessary for him to be for him to be in. Hot buttered trash the both of them man i both i wanted both of them on that plane and that plane to go final destination <laughs> put that wow. baby up give that baby to kiki palmer and lula rashawn it'll have a good the baby will have a good life both of those two can just kick the bucket i'm you heard it here first fuck both of them wow well well i just i'm just gonna you don't understand why i have much of a I have, why i have such a visceral reaction i'll get into it more and more, but this I think this episode just made me feel a lot of things, especially as a mom. Like, you know, like ugh, fuck. No, I, I, I did see myself as Lawrence in, in your dad. Yeah. Exactly. And new dad, you know, you kinda have those same feel those same feelings, you know, am I I wanna be right, I wanna be there, but you not necessarily as a dad kinda like getting it right. Oh, in the we beginning. won't get into it. Well, because that's not that's not entirely all of his fault. No, it's not. I will fully, I will fully, I will fully admit that. However, comma, <laughs> we're gonna get into it, Devin. I'm so sorry. I would like for your thoughts. I already know you, Lawrence. I I actually, I'm on your team. That they are both, in fact, trash. Oh, so uh, we're not gonna fight. Flash. Oh, we're not gonna fight, y'all. I was That's fully prepared I was like, for us to just like come like this is about to be a knockdown drag out fight. I always will be Team Lawrence, and I feel like the the way the show was written, you were supposed to the the first half of the episode, you were supposed to feel like, damn, she's making it hard on Lawrence. And then there there's that one montage that we'll get into later in the episode where you see how he's living his life and how she's like, which some people should already know, but it shows the viewer that Condoleezza's out here, no, no breaks, no fucking, and all by herself in her lonesome. So I feel like it was like a, you're supposed to like switch sides at that point in the episode and be like, oh, this nigga's trash. But again, I'm on your side, Jamel. I think they're both trash. There was a lot of uh, ant- anticipation going in this episode because before I watched it, I had already got texted. I, I shared with you guys about that. And then I saw people were like, they don't want to, talk about it because they're not parents and I feel that's bullshit because I mean I have thoughts and I am near no parent but I feel like my my thoughts would be just as equal I don't have the same experiences as a parent and I never will at this point because I'm not a parent but I could definitely see the situation one because I did have parents I did go through uh 
a single being with a single mom. And so I have thoughts on this situation. And I, I always fall like with people, people like you don't know. But I'm like, if you're you should know this, uh, Juwan, you know, you're a chef, but I'm not. But if I taste a meal, I can tell you if it's trash or not. Sure. That's how I always look at look at stuff like I don't have to be a chef to know that a meal is not good. And that's how I look at this whole situation. But let's get into it, Jamel. I love the look on your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get I'll into be it. dreading this shit all day long. I don't. This is fa- we're on the same team, and I was I like, "What's up? Was I supposed team. to be?" I'm no, like, I, I'm I, actually I, very happy that all of us are pretty much on one accord. That both of them are fifty-fifty trash. Mm-hmm. I know you do. I know you do, and I like the actor. That's as much as I can give him, even if he is married to a white woman. Like, I mean, you kissed the white man, so it don't get no worse. Really? <laughs> In my eyes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Your eye, you need you need better glasses, nigga. Right, right. So let's start off with my with my uh, my friend Lawrence, where he got his heart broken by that she devil Issa spending all his <laughs> gas. Issa dodged a fucking bullet. Okay, Issa dodged a bullet. Did she? I mean, look yes. at everybody. Yes, she definitely did. That motherfucker died a bullet. Oh, we can get it. So he's heartbroken. Right, being a great guy, picking her up from the airport. And then can I ask you a question? That- I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Devin. Go ahead. Did she fly to San Francisco? No, she was coming from um Stanford. I know she was coming from Stanford, but did she go from Stanford to San Francisco? Because it seemed like after the breakup, he walked into his house and his house seemed like it had all these boxes that he just moved in or maybe he was moving out. I don't know. I think that was, that was, that was his LA apartment. He was right. Right. Okay. I was a little yeah, confused moved. about that. Right. Okay. All right. Proceed. All right. So we, we start off with Lawrence broken from that and just being a great guy that he is. And we go to him on a date with a wonderfully toned, I don't know, is she a black woman? But she, she's black. She's black. she was fine as hell she's beautiful. And, re- yeah, she's beautiful. and ready to give Lawrence two scoops of that Nootsie. Cute and stupid. Well, she, well, it what? didn't seem, what? it didn't seem that they were, well, we'll get into it later, but it did not seem that they were hitting it off um, as well at first. Um, it was well, kind of like know a, how Lawrence can be. It was a little, it was a little dry. Do you have siblings? Yeah. It was like me when I started. It was like me on a, on a, on a date. I'm surprised that this that woman upstairs, you know, dealt stuck with me and decided. <laughs> but you know, if a woman tells me you stupid but you cute, I already know I'm fucking. Like, cause yeah, at that point, she's fun. like, I'm like, you're here. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not too stupid. Oh my God, Devin, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I know. Yeah, if you say, if I were to say, oh, you stupid, but you cute. Like all the dude has to, like all you have to do as a guy is just like, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait. I'll play my right, part. You don't have to fuck wait, I'll wait, until she, I'll wait until she lets me. That's exactly how it happened. Yeah, right, like right, that's right. literally what like like you know what? Okay, all right, you call me cute, stupid, cute and stupid. That's cool. I'll wait until you call me back and say, hey, what are you doing? The WYD text. That's all he has to do. Just wait, lay and wait. I, I 
feel like your light skinnedness would not send a what are you doing text though. Depends on how much wine you have. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Right on. All but right. I haven't so, been single in so damn long, like so. Right, right, I right. Can't because even you be. found found the perfect black man. Right on. And I've been My married best a friend. long time. Oh god. Right on. My best friend. So in the middle of the day, Lawrence looks at his phone and he's got a text. And it's a birth text. I've never got one of these. Hope to never. Hey, will. baby, here. Right. What kind of like what kind of shit is this? Did y'all not feel some type of way when you see this? Did y'all start with you, Jamel? You didn't feel like I hated that's it. I hated it. And that's why I, I say it. like I feel like I feel like you were supposed to like be on Lawrence's side because we were only getting his part of it at the beginning. Yeah, like at this point, I was just like, damn, she just texted him. Like right. Then, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, at this point, I was just like, "Why the fuck did she just text him?" And was it even she, her, her that texted him? Because obviously, she we don't, was giving birth, so you know. Yeah, we don't even know her sister, or her mom. I don't know, but yeah, it was weird. I, I okay, all right. No, they hadn't even met. Oh, Go ahead, you want? Let me just get, let me get right. drunk so I can get this <laughs> shit. I, I didn't really feel a way about the text message. I mean, it's a form of communication. You know, maybe she can talk. So, you know, send him a text message. Now, keep in mind at this particular at this particular point, first of all, the baby came early. So it was it was a surprise. Um, so I get so I can kind of forgive popping off a quick text in no. a situation. Text me when you get to the hospital. Or I'm in labor. Not the babies here. No, you can text, man. Okay. Like I was no, texting it, all through my labor, both of them. That, That's what I'm saying. Like context. my water broke. He should be. He should be alerted to that. Not that the well, baby's here. Well, in that context, I can guess I will agree. The text after the baby was born probably was a little trash. But I can. But because, I still kind of like. Mm, well, you know, a lot is going on. She may not have known with his little. Well, there's level. a reason probably why she only texted him that. So we'll, we'll get he's, to it. As he alludes to it later, but he she was trying to punish him. But um, Elijah Mufasa is here. Right, we'll yeah. Right. I hated the nickname. Right. I was like, I'm not calling that baby Ja. No, Eli, I, I do know an Elijah. And people Eli, call him Eli. Eli, fine. Yeah. Yeah, but. Eli, or just say like, Elijah. It's three syllables. Mm. I think yeah. they were just. I think they was all dancing around, not calling that baby uh, Mustafa. Because uh, I have a friend named Mustafa. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, have, I knew hey, a guy Mustafa. named Mustafa, but it. Oh it, my it god, we actually might though. know the same person. Juwan, let me text you. Okay. <laughs> we might know the it'll, same Mustafa. Juwan, it'll be a green bubble on your phone. <laughs> just to, just ignore it. But uh, his name his name is Mufasa, according to Lawrence's friend. But more on that later. And he walks into the the hospital, and this is the first time he's met her mom and sister. And I thought to myself, so they didn't have like a baby shower or anything, like no, he missed it. Like okay, how the fuck? How was that possible? How is that possible? Anyway, uh, the thoughts on that, Juwan? Okay, so here's the first thing that I kind of was um a little off. I was on Lawrence's side, and then I was off Lawrence's side at this point, because not necessarily off his side, but here's the thing with that. When he showed up in the birth, in the, um, at the hospital, 
um, to her room. The family were, Condola and her family were just kind of like surprised that he even showed up uh, after mm-hmm. the delivery. So this indicated to me that they had very little to almost no discuss, no discussion during her pregnancy. They didn't discuss any birth plan. They must have not spoken yeah. at all. You know, Condola, they barely even, they didn't really even lock down the, the baby's name. Um, and this Which goes back trash. to... That was some bullshit, too. And, and this goes back to when Condola said um, that she did not, that you can be involved as you want to be. So they didn't really expect for him to be there. And and another thing, with her sister, uh, Kiki Palmer's character, right off the bat, she doesn't like Lawrence. Um, and kind of, and Lawrence picks up on that, and when he has that he conversation walks in with and Chad, he's got he's on defensive autom- automatically, right? Yep. And calling him yep. a dead, and thinking that he's a deadbeat, or is according to him. Now this leads me to under to this leads me to um wonder what type of conversations or lack of conversations did Condola have with her family about relationship with Lawrence? We don't know because, what she was telling him. But, I mean, because. Them. Because if you were to say if if her whole thing was Lawrence, I know this is a lot. You don't have to be involved. I can do this. My, I can do this by myself. Why is my why is your sister tripping on this man? You should have explained to your sister. Hey, I don't think she did. Right, and she never I checked her sister. She and she never checked her sister about her her about her opinion. And that's kind of where. That's kind of where I was kind of off Lawrence because I, he wasn't around for the pregnancy. But again, but again, you know, they they didn't communicate. Like you said, Jamel, they, these people <sighs> do not communicate with each other. Uh, so, Jamel, uh, did you think it was right for her to allow her sister to be combative right off the bat? Because, like, I'm like, no, she's not my people. That's your people. No. I ain't going to cut your sister out. First of all, not even not even necessarily the fact that this was just bullshit. Why are you bringing this baby, fresh baby, fresh out the womb baby, into this negative energy? Okay? That baby going to have problems. And I'm so sad for that baby. I, th- that's one person I was, I was in agreement with the entire episode was the baby. Because nobody was thinking about the baby, even though they thought they were. Like Derek was. Who? Derek. He tells him that right y'all got to think about the baby. Yep, yep, yep. And Chad, as a matter of fact. I never thought I'd that, but we'll get into that in a second. Like, no, man, like, okay, so we heard, as Juwan said, um, Condola said in the last season, you decide your own level of involvement. That's what she said. I guess his decision on the level of involvement was none until the baby gets here. So she decided that, okay, if he's not going to be here, then I'm gonna con- I'm gonna do the name, have the shower. We're gonna plan all of this, and then so I, yeah, she probably didn't tell her mom or her sister. Oh yeah, well um, he said he's just not gonna be involved. So they were definitely probably um, they were definitely well they were probably very surprised to see him show up mm-hmm. because you know one he decided well I, I mean. You don't need me. I, like the nigga, the nigga found out she was pregnant and then took the job in San Francisco, which that's your decision. 
that's a decision. You know, your career is your career, but you do have a kid now, or you're mm-hmm. going to have a kid. You, your priorities are going to have to shift. That's just what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, 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 I'm going to say this a lot, y'all. Have a ticker. We should have a ticker every time I say it. I hated it. Hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So we go to them leaving the hospital, and Lawrence is talking, staying at Chad's, and which is another problem that he's not staying with the baby, not getting time with the baby, which I agree with him on that. And he, Chad, as as you mentioned, Jamel says, "How can you be a bad father? The baby just got here." And then she had the nerve to act like giving him my last name was doing me a favor. What was a good last name? Who the hell don't want their baby to walk? Speak that shit into existence. You did? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we talked about baby names, but never anything official. Elijah Mustafa. Like Lion King? No. That's my shit. I don't really fuck with the remake, though. Beyonce in the movie, I want to see Beyonce, you know? And, and also, he said something funny about Beyonce and uh, Mufasa, which I love. So, thoughts on <laughs> that, or y'all? It does kind of indicate to me that he... Uh, that off camera that he wanted to be there or stay there at the hospital to kind of bond with the child and mm-hmm. maybe that he was ushered away, you know, or implied that he would not stay because he did because of that conversation with Chad. But it is very interesting that she did give um, the give um, um, Elijah Lawrence's last name. So, like, obviously, so I ain't gonna say obviously, but Condola, are do you want him to be in or out? You know, you're literally, you're legally tied, you're literally legally, uh, as well as biologically tying the man, tying this man to your to this baby at this point. So, what level of involvement do you want him to be? Do you want him to be in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Because um, what? How did he say that? Um... You know, you came in and you didn't realize, and you came in like you came into a fight. Now you need to box back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a plan to get punched, my guy. Box back. And yep. that's that's what he's doing. However, I I'm not. Everybody got a plan to get hit in the mouth. That's what he said. That's what he said. And then he so said box, box back. back. Right. That's what he said. Okay. Um, I agree with that to a point. And we'll get into it. Well, okay. yeah, because she is your baby mother, so don't be disrespectful. More on that later. Absolutely. So, but yeah, absolutely. He, te- he tells he tells him uh, he doesn't. He's feeling left out, and he's not going to do that anymore. So they go to a baby appointment, which was maybe you guys could uh, tell me the decorum on this because I had no idea. But I thought like he those were fair questions that he could ask. But she again was very combative of him just asking questions and him being in the dark, him trying to make an effort to come and be with appointments and her just shutting him down was not conducive to a good environment around the baby. I can say that uh, I have been in that kind of a it that kind of a baby appointment, that first appointment, not necessarily um, combat. It wasn't combative, but um you do have a lot. You do have a lot of questions, and every little thing oh, the doctor yeah. says, you kind of jump on it. Like, is this okay? Is this okay? I, I do. I also remember very vividly, you know, them telling us like the babies do lose weight within the first within the year. But they first tell week. you that, and the they tell you that like right outside of delivery, like mm-hmm. while you're still in the hospital, because the baby is automatically going to lose weight as soon as it's born. 
Right. Like, and they tell you that, like, hey, don't be alarmed. Baby's going to lose weight because when you're in the womb, it's getting constant nutrition and constant nourishment. So when you, you don't have that on the outside. So, I mean, it makes absolute sense as to why the baby loses weight. I don't know why either of them didn't listen to that when the postnatal doctors said so. Well, Lawrence, but Lawrence wasn't, he, yeah, he wasn't there. But Condola was surprised too. Oh, no, mm. yeah, she. Yeah, was was like, why, why is he losing weight? You know, because here's the thing Lawrence was just like, What's wrong with the breastfeeding? Is the breastfeeding going okay? What's happening? And um, Condola was just like, No, the breastfeeding is going fine. Why is the baby losing weight? Why weren't you listening to the, to the nurses? Everybody trash. Uh, I, I do have a question. I do have, I do have a question. And I, I, again, I would lean to your expertise, uh, Jamel. She said that she was doing a, what, an LD or something? I was like, what is That's that? That's a lactation consultant. Oh, oh, oh LC? So it's a, lact- yeah, a, a, a lactation consultant because breastfeeding is incredibly hard. So, um, yeah, you, you definitely want to use those because it's not like, Oh, as soon as the baby here. So oh, it's a breast milk doctor. Is it a breast milk doctor? Is that what this is? I guess you could say it because, like, because um, it it can take a while for the baby to learn how to do it, and for you to learn your baby, it's gonna take a little bit. I know it took me a while with both of my girls, um, to get it right, and I had to talk to a lactation consultant too. So yeah, that part was real. I'm, I'm fine with that. That, huh? Is it Diddy? Breast milk, you <laughs> make my day. <laughs> I only drink that's the a, best breast milks. That's a deep cut. Oh my god, that is a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I hate it all. See, I, 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 that was, I, was setting, I was setting you up. I've never heard it called. I've never heard of it called an LC, but I knew instantly what she was talking about. You know, with context clues. Context clues. I'm kind of offended that you didn't ask me, David. I know about lactationism. Well, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to defer to the woman with lactating titties on the podcast. So you know, you know, I'm more. I'll, I'll, I'll go to I you on stuff. I would have cussed him out had he asked you first. You want? I would have cussed him clean out had he asked you about that <laughs> first. I've, I've told you, Jamal. I'm the I'm only one with two titties on this goddamn podcast, and you gonna ask, dude? Yeah, I'd have been mad. I'd have been mad. I mean, you're not the only one with titties, but. But you you just have milk in your titties. Lactating titties. Right, right. There we go. Right on. Look, I'm a change oh, manager. Bill. I told you this. Titties. These 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 white women have ruined me. Mm-hmm. I'm a, well, no, they improved me. I'm a better man because of it. Growth, okay. Right, right. Shout out to uh, Kelly. Uh, yes. <clears throat> I did not hate Kelly this episode. We gonna get into that. I mean, how how could you? She died and came back True. like that Punk. <laughs> So, uh, where are we at? Okay. So, uh, they're not on the same page. So, we go to uh, part of the episode where Lawrence wants to have the baby for a week. Did I skip uh, the, the uh, baby shower? Mm-hmm. So, let's go to the, uh, the the christening. Let's go to the christening. Yeah. And Lawrence asked her after the, the appointment about the christening. And she's like, yeah, we, we got that set up. Uh, next week, baby, uh, for the baby, uh, you can show up if you want to. He's like, damn, really? My mom wanted some input on that. And we get to the, uh, the christening and his uncle gives him $5 for having a baby. I can imagine that happening. Can we? I'm so surprised that you passed up talking about all that 
disgusting looking food. Yeah, I was expecting to talk about there's food. I didn't even see the food. Did you not see that whole ass green bean casserole? There was a no, sad, I didn't. dry deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. First of all, didn't look that bad. But the that green the bean, it's hard to mess up deviled eggs now. But the green no, bean casserole, not. no, it is not. Was was, was sad and looked dry. It, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Look at y'all mm-mm. being fat. I completely missed that. Also, <laughs> why is there why is there a green bean casserole at a black function? Excellent question, Devin. Which is why I'm incredibly surprised you like that. I must have blacked out because I just uh, I'm like, I can't be on the street. When I was watching this, I was watching this episode and I was just like, oh, Devin gonna have some shit to say about this. And you didn't. I was totally this. I've seen this episode. I've seen this episode six times. I have not seen that food. I blacked out because I did. Like I just love the uncle. Like giving him five dollars. Maybe I missed that because I just that identified one of my uncles. But what, go ahead, Juwan. I was going to actually ask. I was still talking about food. I wanted to ask what is the best mm-hmm. casserole. Uh, so we know it's that green bean. One broccoli in the trash. So broccoli or squash. Broccoli. Definitely broccoli. be honest with you. Broccoli. I've never had a casserole in my life. You got two. I find that incredibly hard. And I have, a, I have a white mother who we don't allow to cook ever since the string bean fiasco of that mother. Huh? Step, right, right. Stepmother. My white mama. I, I don't like to say stepmother. It sounds so impersonal. Okay, right. So I, okay, I, right. I, I just call her my white mama. I'm sure the white mama. I'm sure your white stepmother is very nice. I mean, you're Miss used to Millie. white people. I mean, you kiss them. Jesus Christ. Right on. So, uh, but yeah, this baby shower, I I could totally identify with Lawrence and his parents because I know that's a big deal. In, in a lot of families, but dang, I'm set. Also, so here's uh, the yeah. thing. Go ahead. If you wouldn't mind. So for the past nine months, when she asked, and she told him, you decide your own level of involvement, he was just like, I'm not going to be involved. So she wasn't really changing Also, I, 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 would, I would find it hard to believe he said that. I don't think he I just, said well, that. I don't I think he like said it. He just talk. didn't do anything. Right, which but that's, is that's, completely that's, that's naive. saying enough. That's saying that enough. Is, like, like okay, you decided your level of involvement. He was probably like, okay, and never texted her until like what the like oh the baby's due date is this day. Like, so she was I, I probably moving de- as she always had been. Right, and, and I do want to defend her on something where she's when he told her, hey, I'm here and I want to be in it. She did seem. Surprise! So that let mm. me know that they weren't talking. But at the, again, That's what I'm moving mm. forward, she still didn't use that. Like at that point, he's telling you, "I'm here." So uh, yeah, he says, "I'm not gonna not be here." You know, right? Around. Yeah. So now you need to you need to include him with shit. However, comma, um, it feels really Johnny come lately though. It, it does. It should. So this was my thing. He's trash for not being there. I've had that. I've had countless close friends that had babies, and I'm like, dang, I've been there closer than this nigga. God damn, I'd have been to four <laughs> or five baby showers plenty of times, and they're like, what are you doing there? I'm like, this is my best friend. I'm gonna be there. Well, my thing is, and this kind of leads me to believe a little bit about the hostility in the uh, hospital, and of course, in the, the little look and little smart remark by Kiki Palmer. Um, 
at the baby shower was probably due to the fact that Lawrence wasn't around for the pregnancy and only the shot yeah. and only showed up after the fact. And also, yeah. one of the things I kind of think about that I don't think Lawrence really cared about Condola as the mother, as the actual mother of his child in that particular Absolutely. sense. And he doesn't really care about her after the fact that the child was born. He, I think he only sees her as an obstacle in the way of him bonding. Um, he is a ve- she is a vessel for his child. That is all he sees her as, and that's right. fucked up. So him I coming in like black, right. So him coming in like black Superman after the cord was cut, you know, it's like it's some, just some nigga shit, you know. And it I can, is, and I hated it. Hated it. Put a counter. <laughs> Put a counter because I'm gonna say it a lot. So yeah. Fucking hated it. I'm about to be so pissed. Let me get this wine real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, he's trash for that. He yeah. has his problems for that, or for not doing that. Because I'm like, if it's if it's my child, I'm like, what do you need from me, and how do I support you through this this whole pregnancy and throughout the rest of our lives, whether or not I'm with her or not. Mhm. So it's called co-parenting. Right, right. You don't have to be in love to co-parent. No, you sure don't. You have to be there because that's the mother of your damn child. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh God. I'm so Lawrence at at the baby shower. Lawrence does ask the family, "Hey, we should do some things together." And they're like, "I thought of Jamel and uh the Friday the mom." Okay. Uh, you know what? I was just uh thinking about the holidays. Yo, wouldn't it be fun if we all got together again? You know, your family could spend some time with John, and then my side, I could take him off your hands for a week. Oh, he'll be old enough by then. Oh, a week. Yeah. That's like a year. <laughs> no, it's it's actually a week. I mean, we could talk about it as it gets closer. We can check back in. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you know, I want my parents to spend some time with him, too. My dad wants to teach him how to swim. He thinks he's got floaters feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, just toss him in the deep end. It's the only way to find out. Uncle Ronnie, Uncle Ronnie. Yeah, give me a first You need another $5? <laughs> uh, they, are, they are not about that at Yeah, Lisa Lu- Rashawn was just like... <laughs> Speaking of which, hey, Lisa Rashawn. Hey, sunshine. Sunshine. Have you ever seen Harlem Nights? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Oh, Jesus. Have you seen um, Waiting to Exhale? Of course. Okay. I I, I, I did. I watched that that recently. Do you know who Lila Rashawn is? Who is she? Uh, Let me pull up a picture. She was Condola's mother. Let me show you. Who was she in Boomerang, though? She was uh, that first, the first the woman dog. that Eddie Murphy uh, slept with, with the with the um dog and the uh, um Mr. Feet. Oh, okay, but that, that that that's a big that's a big time gap for her. me to remember what. Yeah, I can see it. I see her now, but I'm like, dang, that's a big time difference. You re- you fun. remember her now? She's yeah. fun. Oh. She did. Yeah. Hey, I fuck her now, but I, I did not connect the two. Like I mm-hmm. I I'd smash those cheeks. You want? Uh-huh. Yep. Right, right on. I mean, to be fair, they look like they could be mother and daughter to her and Condola. Yeah, they do, they do favor. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, they're like, hell no, basically. And he's like, okay. Uh, but see, here's the thing with that. Here's the thing. Because the theme of this episode 
um, was that Lawrence was not is not was not around. Or Lawrence is not around. And this is and, and Condola chastises him, uh, skipping ahead to the end for him, you know, not being around. But he did offer to give you a to give you at least a week without the child. Oh, that's like a year. You know, it so, is. I understand for a mother it is like that, but we you have if you don't know how to do it until you actually till you do it. No, so, I mean no, I agree with you. I'm not no, this isn't about to be an argument. Like it is like a year, mm-hmm. but you need it. You need that break. Like I I know I've had to do the same thing because like I related to Condola a lot when she wasn't trash and when she was just doing mom shit. I completely mm-hmm. related to that. And sometimes like especially when they're super newborn, like you feel like because you know, you carried them for nine months or how long. And like, so it's weird to be without them, mm-hmm. you know, like even now, like my girls are three and one and it's still weird if they're like spend the night at my parents' house or something like that. But you need the break. You need, you need a break. So like a week without the baby would seem like a year. I fully get it. But girl, you take it, take it, get you also, some time. To he yourself. can't learn if you don't let him. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. However, they should wa- they should like take baby steps with that. Like maybe him spend the week there or something I like agree. that, and you go like you go out like for a weekend or something like that. Pump, do whatever you need to do. Give Lawrence all the milk he needs, you know. But or but like you can be in the same city. Like maybe he he come to L.A. for a week, and you just like go to your mom's house or something like that. You know, just take a break. You know, well, it's good. Get, get it's good that you said that because Lawrence is supposed to come visit for the baby and he cancels mm-hmm. just because he's having a crazy work week. And at this point, I was completely, completely out on L Dog. And I'm like, nigga, you big piece of shit. Cause there's because there's because he had to send so many crazy. late night emails. Okay, girl. Mm-hmm. okay. That's, that shit, that shit hurt me. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, man, Lawrence, like. Don't do me like this. I can't yeah, I defend that. Mm-hmm. I cannot defend that. If you that. were going to come in here and defend that, ooh, child. So ooh, I, child. I, I, I grew up as a, a, with a single mother, so I do know the feeling where the father was in another city working. So I grew up as like uh, Elijah Mufasa. So I know how okay. that, that, that would feel. But yeah, like that is uh, not a good look. So mm-hmm. uh, we get the we get a text message, and Condola asked Lawrence did he get the the birthday announcement for Simone, and she says, "Do you want to go together?" Which I thought was a nice bridge. I and thought so it was they decided. Nice. Right, right. No, I hated so they, it. Hated it. No, I hated really? It. Okay. Because and this is this is my anti Lawrence moment because um, my other anti Lawrence moment because it was he. He got the invitation from Derek for the first for Simone's first birthday party. So he knew about it. It took Condola bringing it up before he even acknowledged it. But he's like, oh, yeah, I saw it was up. Uh, why? And he's and well, I guess that's like, easy, though, if you're d- disconnected, though. Right. If you're right? disconnected from all this baby stuff, it's easy to feel like that stuff's not important to you. Exactly. And it's like and then she's like, well, do you want to go? And he's like, well, you mean with with Ja? Yes. And then I'm down. 
dot 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 the end. I'm like weird. Weird. It just seems yeah, like I, I see was, what you're saying, Juan. Though I do see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, it it just seems like he was not really interested. This is this is time that you are being offered to be to bond with the baby and socialize with the and socialize with the baby. You know, maybe is maybe it's the off week or maybe you wasn't planning on coming down until the next day or whatever. But nigga, you give she's offering you a bridge. Take and you know, another moment to see your child. Right. Take, you know, take it. Yeah. I feel like he thought that she was like doing that olive branch to maybe get back together, which. Yeah, I think that I, is, I, don't know. I think that's how he took it. I think like, that's how he job, probably right? took it. Which, I'm like, who the no, fuck is job? Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. is job? Job! <laughs> <laughs> My nigga doesn't. Okay. So we go to the birthday party, uh, a wonderful birthday party, and we see that <laughs> our girl Kelly is suited and booted with a wonderful tuxedo, killing it. She finds out that shrimp is better cold. That's debatable, because <laughs> I did notice that. Oh, we can fight about I'm that. Not a, I'm, I'm not uh, a huge shrimp cocktail is shrimp better guy. Cold. It is better cold. I'm kidding. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Oh boy! Oh, so this is what we argue about. Right. This is the fight. This is the food argument we're having. Have you not ever had a shrimp cocktail? I look. I'm a big fan of jumbo shrimp cocktail, but that's just as like a tummy tickler. Ain't no like. I don't. I don't think of that as a. Oh, you like? We're not saying it's a meal, but it it is better. It's a better texture and a better better flavor. It's cold. Uh, Have you you never had to peel and eat shrimp from Publix? Yes. When in the bags? Oh, you get it steamed with lemon pepper and old bay, you fucking. Hell yeah, nigga. What am I an asshole? What am I an asshole? Hell yeah. You know, one of the best ways to have shrimp, y'all probably don't have this down there. I know it might be. They have well, yes. But um Mm. they have crab fries up here in in the DC area, and you Mm. put a little shrimp on top of it. Oh Lord Jesus. Are fucking hard. Please tell me more. I'll send you a link. No, crab fries are literally the greatest things ever. Like the regular fries, they're seasoned with a lot of Old Bay and some other stuff, and then there's some crab meat mixed in with like a cheese sauce, and then sometimes they have like shrimp on top. Mm. Oh my god. So good. It's so good. Thank God so y'all good. can only see my face right now because <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> no, oh, right, no, right, they're there, literally there like is. a Maryland delicacy, like for real. Like they're so good. Like my my so aunt makes for uh, Thanksgiving some uh, crab meat stuffing. That is a highlight every year. I love that shit. So crab fries, nigga, with seafood yeah, well, on them, nigga. I'm here in Maryland, the so like that's, like that's what we do here. The next right. time I come to Maryland, I gotta get some crab fries. We got we gonna get crab fries to check them Metro City Wing House has the best ones. Oh my god! Yeah, so we we uh we get to the party and we see that there's a a Peppa the pig, and make sure you say the Pepper. R, Pepper. the hard R, the hard R, because there there is a copyright infringement. You know, the nose is a little different. I love saying that they have the copyright infringement. Okay, go ahead. With the hardy, Oops. with the hard oh, so they do know about that. So they do oh. know about right. intellectual property. Right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. It's, it's, 
uh, let me lean on y'all. Is is that a real thing? Is Peppa the Pig a real thing? Pe- Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig is a real thing. Peppa Pig oh, okay. is a real thing. Oh, okay. My daughter. So the, it, her. Which one? Which one of those beautiful daughters hates? The three-year-old hates Peppa Pig. She doesn't like snorting. And, and he does like, a lot of that? He doesn't like snorting at all. Like, And, you know, like pigs obviously snort, and they snort throughout the entire show. And she'll be like, turn this off now. I try to limit Or I will fuck y'all up. <laughs> I was about to say, Juwan, what I, I, about my goddaughter on your side? Does I try like to limit the She does, but I try to limit the amount of Peppa Pig in this house because I don't because she takes on snorting when she watches it. Mm. And I tell her, You're not an animal. Do not make those noises. <laughs> don't make those uh, noises. Okay. Yeah, we're all about bubblegum. That sounds adorable. That sounds adorable, by the house. way. Oh, okay. I thought it was a made-up thing for the show, like that gift. No, like, no, like I'll, I'll laugh sometimes. If I'm laughing like uncontrollably, sometimes I'll snort. She'll start to cry if I snort. She'll be like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, she don't like it. She does not like That's it. It's adorable. It, it is. Right? Thank you. Yeah. And it, and it, of course, it's black, so it's her brother, and he is getting a selfie for the gram and high as fuck, as you do. Bruh. So we we let's go let's go to the the meat and potatoes of the party, where Lawrence introduces solids to his son, which he has the right to do, but it should be in conjunction with the mother. They should have a conversation, and it goes bad on both of them. They make a scene, and Derek says, "Can you help me with these boxes?" And he's like, "Where are the boxes?" He's like, "There are no the, boxes, bro." Ain't no boxes, nigga. He's so damn dumb. Where these boxes at, bro? Oh, ain't no boxes, bro. bro. I'm tired of her bullshit, man. Look, trying to make me look like I'm a bad father in front of everybody? Come on. She's always on some petty, controlling bullshit. Man? So you gotta act out? I promise you, this is not how you wanna do things. Bro, I am tired of her acting like she's the only parent, like she's the only one who could take care of him. This is all too negative. You know, Elijah can feel that energy. Y'all need to learn to communicate. I mean, Tiff and I had our issues, but we, we had to decide to be a team. Y'all are married, all right? Our situations are not the same. This niggas out here not even trying to take care of their kids, and I'm here, right? I'm doing everything I can to make this shit work, and it's never good enough. Okay, look, I hear you, but I, I promise you, the last thing you want to be doing is adding stress to the situation. All right, whatever, man. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I know you will. But you are being an asshole. You're like, I'm tired of her shit. I'm like, uh, Derek is telling you right. The gay man knows. Okay? <laughs> you have to look out for that child. If, even if she is in the wrong, it don't matter what you want. It's about what that child wants. But again, I do think they were both in the wrong. But uh, Jamel, no, I agree. Thoughts for it. Okay. So here's the thing. The solids thing, I think they said the baby was about four months. I think four that's what we yes. can... Yeah, After okay. four months. All right, great. Here's the thing. And the doctors will tell you at four months, you can start to slowly introduce solids. Obviously, he was there for the doctor's appointment. Why was there no conversation on the walk to the car from the doctor's office about, oh, well, do you think we should start him now? Nah, not yet. Let's wait. They didn't say any of that. Were they just quiet on the way back? They didn't talk about this at all. This is what I'm talking about. No fucking communication. So he just goes off 
on a fucking whim and gives the baby some fucking pureed carrots, nigga, don't do that because she was right that he could that the baby could have allergies, okay? And then it would have been a whole other situation. But I hate her because she was just like, give me the baby. I don't want you. You don't need to be near my baby. Give me my baby. I don't like that shit. I did not like that shit. First of all, it was and it was fucking rude. Both of and then this nigga was over here knocking boxes away. Everybody was trash. Put the counter on. I hated it. Hated it. I hated Mm -hmm. it. Both of them were hot buttered trash. My thing about it. I'm mad. I'm about to start sweating. My thing about it was that yes, you I totally agree with you. He should not have I'm introduced so solace to the child, and she definitely should have talked to him about talked to him about it because the key thing in there is that she said um, when he made the comment about the doctor about well the doctor said that we can do it after four months, and she said I decided to wait. How the fuck was he supposed to know that if you didn't tell him? You know. Yes, that's that. what I was talking about the fucking communication. They should have talked about that on the way back from the doctor's appointment. Like, eh, do you want to do it now? Now nah, let's wait. That's all you have to say. Right. Let's I, wait until he's a little older. Because I, not every baby is going to be ready at fucking four months. You're going to have to wait and see if the baby's ready to have table food. Baby's ready to have, baby's baby's fine on milk for now. You don't just haul off and fucking do that. Plus, she probably wanted to be there for that shit. Yes. However, yes. he missed a whole bunch of shit too. So I get that maybe he wanted something that only he and Elijah shared. But that was fucking reckless. You don't fucking do that shit. I, oh, I'm so mad. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. She has a reason to be upset, but it's the way that you handle it. Give me I my baby. I don't like that shit. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that shit. I almost Warriors called a black woman a B when she said that, but I didn't. But Give I me like, the baby. She said that like 15 times. I'll, I hated this yeah. episode so much, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm having a head. I have a headache, y'all. Right. So we go to a montage of Lawrence living a his best absolute lavish. That apartment was dope in San Francisco. Can we go Uh, back a little bit? Because we can we go back a little bit because we skipped over we we didn't talk about Kelly enough. Her I'm all about First of all, my um she so so Ghost Kelly is back. You know, the sentient ghost. So this when she nigga was like, boy. When, when, she was, when Lawrence was low-key trying to ask about Issa, and she's like, how's everybody else? Everyone I associate with is thriving in abundance. Limitless. Okay, cool. Limitless. Limitless. That was the perfect thing to say. Listen, Kelly is the greatest friend of all time. Because when you have to deal with one of your friend's exes and they kind of like try to like sneak in, ask about how they're doing, everybody doing great. Mm-hmm. Don't give them nothing. Don't give them nothing. Kelly played that perfectly. No notes. I have no notes. Hey, hey well, do you, do, do, you think, do you think she picked up what he was putting down or you think? Oh, definitely. Lawrence is too oh, slow see, to, be, t- to be coy. I took it as she was so self-involved with what she had going on that she didn't care that he was asking about Issa. To me, Lauren is too slow to be uh, to like come up with something that 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 clever. Nah. Okay. Also, right. we we also found out that she quit drinking. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. We have seen her history. We have seen her get drunk and get into like a bad kind yeah, of way. Mess. 
Yeah. But she still yeah, gets no. she gets she still gets high. And that damn speech though. Now, I don't like children. I never have. Their small features and stilted movements remind me of tiny demons. But not Simone. This little girl means so, so much to me. Baby girl's going to be a force when she grows up. And I am so proud to be her godmother. Happy birthday, Simone. An angel amongst demons. Cheers. 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 Yes, she doesn't like children. But Simone is a I don't like children at all, bro. An angel amongst demons. That's how I feel. Angel among demons. I love children. And, of course, my three godchildren are going to be beasts. Three little black girls. Three PBWs. PBGs, so I guess. Cute. We read, uh, we read a. There's actually a really cute little book that we read every night. Uh, it's called "I'm a Pretty Little Black Girl." Jamal, uh, I'll send you the information. Thank you. I it's, need that. It's really cute. Aww. So every night she starts yelling, "I'm a pretty little black girl." I'm glad I instilled that in them. <laughs> <laughs> you always made her spell her wine. Right. I don't. So. <laughs> So we go. We we're going through the montage, like you said. Lawrence's apartment is is lavish. His he's made a nice room for a baby for once every three months, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Condola. By the time he gets that baby, that baby's gonna be walking. Condola's is doing the mom thing, which I identify with her. So I felt well, I didn't identify with her, but I felt for her going through this all alone. Mm-hmm. Like we had already had the scene where she couldn't get her massage. Well, she did get her massage, but. She yeah. was planning that she couldn't get her massage for 18 years. And it was really, like, heart-wrenching to see her go through this and almost be on the verge of tears, because I hate to see a black woman cry. But to have Lawrence making that awful woman scream, that was awful. And I believe awful. that was the first woman. Uh, I, believe, I believe that was the woman that was from the, the beginning of the episode. Yeah, well, that was the, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, her, her scream oh, yeah, ruined he it for me. Through, so the, ah! Yeah, I didn't like it either. That, that scream was terrible. I would have been like, where's my clothes? I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. So I do have a question about day. that, though, before before we get into what okay. Did y'all, when I first watched it, did y'all think that he was fucking her in the same room? Because I was like, wait a minute. Is he fucking this bitch and she's out there? I didn't, I mean, no. obviously it was a monster. Because that shit threw, because at first I was like, this nigga bold as shit. I thought he was fucking her. And that's what she, because she reacts to the screen, and so I was like, I think it was, it was just creative, creative, yeah, creative editing. I know, I was like, God damn, Lords, you out here. But um, my thing about, yeah, my thing about Condola is Condola and and Prentice Penny kind of um, did some tweets about this, where as Condola is a put. We've always seen Condola as a put together person. And of course she gave that speech to Lawrence that he doesn't have to be that he doesn't have to be involved, that he can be as involved as he's as he's want to be. But still, Condola probably did think that she was gonna be able to have it together as a single mother and be able to crush it as she's done in the other things that we have seen her do or have known uh, what she's capable of. And when she really got down to it and found out how, how hard it is to be it's a the mom. the hardest job in the world. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that we just kind of saw, it was good that montage we saw 
excuse me, how much of a toll that new motherhood is taking on her. And they and they edited that in a way um, to kind of make Lawrence seem like he was, you know, this bad guy out here popping bottles, fucking, you know, making these, you know, doing his venture capitalist thing. Um, that hey, he's that hey, he gets to have all the time in the world with it when the mom is out here struggling. Also, Jamel, I mean, and Jamel, you know this as a sometimes it does feel like that. That there's Absolutely. a mom, a new mom. Absolutely. You're you're literally tethered to the baby, you know, Absolutely. at certain points in time, and it always seems like hey, you know, the is your is your husband or your partner doing it you know doing enough and there's a part as a as a husband and a father you know i felt mm-hmm. that in inadequacy like hey i need to be doing more i need to be stepping this up you know yeah, but because yeah. how the toll was taken so i I really thought that was a beautiful montage to show how the toll it, it was taken it definitely i i fully agree with you i hated it but only because i understood and I'm not saying that my husband wasn't there. He was there every step of the way. Like, I have no notes on him. But Of course, because he's perfect. Yes, he is. But, like, I would have jokes, like, because, you know, like, when the baby would, the babies would be up in the middle of the night, and I'd have to nurse or something like that. So I'd be looking at him like, Joe, useless ass nigga. <laughs> like, we joke like that, you know? Like, you know, like, but it would never be, like, like malicious or anything mm. like that because I was blessed to have um you know a spouse who a part of that communicates care. with you and loves you and supports you not only as his Thank partner you. but as the mother of his children. Thank you. And I'm pretty sure Mrs. Juwan thinks the same of Juwan. You know but like yeah no like you can definitely feel that you're all by yourself, like all on this island trying to take care of this child all by yourself. And like, you really do have to break yourself out of that. Like, I know my husband and I had to do that a lot. Like, um, cause it would be days where like, sometimes you just can't shower because you have to, like, you, like Juwan says, you just have to be tethered to them. And like, I'll be on the verge of tears. And my husband will look at me like, give me a baby and go shower. Just take mm-hmm. 20 minutes, but don't take too long because he's going to be hungry. But, like, you know, <laughs> like, it's just something like that. Like, yeah, just take 20 minutes, do your thing. That actually happened, shoot, two nights ago. I was exhausted. And it's not that he wasn't out doing, you know, whatever. He was running errands for the house, you know. But I was with the girls all day long. When I got home, or when he got home, he just looked at me, and I know I had, like, a thousand-yard stare, and he was just like, just go take a shower and put your pajamas on. I got them until they go to bed. And I could have cried right then, you know, like, cause you just need that break. And sometimes you don't know you need a break. Or if you do know, you're not ready to articulate it, you know, because like sometimes you think that nobody else can care for your children except you. And that's not fair. That's not fair. And I fully realize and recognize that. And you have to break yourself out of that. However, with Condola, her situation is obviously different because Lawrence is in what, like 500 miles away in San mm. Francisco because he chose to take that job, which he can do that. However, I feel like since it's like a like a um, job with like apps and like venture capitalism, I feel like you can get do some teleworking 
you know? I feel like you can work from home. I feel like you can possibly, like, because you got this big-ass lavish apartment, I feel like you might be able to work stuff it out with an extended stay or something like that. But I don't know. Like, I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah, like, her situation, I, like I said, was obviously different. She's all by herself because her mom and her sister aren't going to be there all of the time, you know? And... So she's up with the baby, can't sleep, you know, can't do anything. And the probably one moment she had to herself, because when she was just sitting like in the kitchen, just like hunched over, I was like, oh, girl. Yeah, she is. She is in the thick of it. And like she didn't eat, like and this is what Devin was talking about when like I think um, old girl uh, that Lawrence was having sex with started screaming and she looked up because the baby started crying like. You know, like you can't even have two minutes to yourself. So I felt it. Oh, God. And yeah, I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. One thing, one little last little point kind of that kind of annoyed me was during that montage. uh, Her sister, as the baby was crying and they were trying to eat dinner, I did not like how her sister was just rolling her eyes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like she was annoyed. Yeah, because if you're gonna be a if you're gonna be a part of my support system and my helpmate within this, then I mean you don't need to be your own negative energy. Like my baby is yeah, my baby is fussing, my there baby is crying. So why are you so, rolling your eyes? There was so much negative energy around that baby that I I felt so bad for that baby. That baby was around nothing but negative energy from the moment he was born. That's fucked mm-hmm. up. Right. That's fucked so, up. So let's get let's get into the big the big conversation. So mm-hmm. it's time for Lawrence to take Muf- young Mufasa out, and it does not go how you would think it would go when two people are immature and don't have a conversation with each other over a time of I don't know how much time has passed four months, five months, however long it's been, because she says, "Nigga, I don't trust you," and. To be fair, she shouldn't, but yeah. he also retorts like with he she has a point that she has used their child as a way to get back at him for his lack of being in the situation. You did not make it any better by that. And I think he has a right as a person who doesn't believe in gender roles personally. He has a right to be in his baby's life. And I felt him on that, like where I'm gonna be in my baby's life regardless of what you say, but come on, bro. That's your that's your child's mother. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Why do you keep acting like I can't handle this? What is wrong with you? I don't trust you. Are you fucking serious? Condola, stop acting like I'm a fucking stranger. I'm his father. And you're barely ever here, and you never check in. Not about his swimming or food, and you don't even give me more than three hours notice when you're not coming. I have a job. Okay, I check in when I can. But what if we needed something? Like the time I had to ask Tiffany to take me and Eli to urgent care. What the hell? Why didn't you tell me that? I could have... Well, what were you going to do? Not fly down on a Tuesday? You get to come in and play part-time good dad after I've already fixed everything. All right, look, I'm trying here, okay? This shit is hard for me, too. Oh, really? Yeah. What part is hard for you? All the free time or the full night's sleep? Which part? Shut up. You never talked to me. You never even pretended to give me a chance. I gave you a chance and you moved away. Yeah, to take a job I already had before you blew my life up. Blew your life up? Yeah. You are not a fucking-
fucking victim. Well, you made a decision without me, and now you're trying to use it as an excuse to keep him from me. Wow. You know what? This half in, half out shit, it isn't working for me. He's not going with you. Yo, give me my son. No! I'm tired of this, all right? I'm not doing this with you anymore. We don't have to talk. But just know, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get my son with or without you. What did you just say? You heard me. Get the fuck out of my house. But yeah, it goes trash. Uh, Juwan, thoughts, please. I, I I did not like the I don't trust you part is because with the exception, I, I, it's understandable, but it's I got they're it. both have they both have culpability in the reason why she doesn't have any trust in him. Because I agree said, with that. Uh, as let well. me let you let I'm gonna let you land you on. Go ahead. It just felt like it was it just felt like something that she was that you would say to just to be because you're upset and you're being mean and she didn't want to hear him out. And this is also and you got to keep in mind how the context of this came up is because he got in he he got in the house he go you know a baby's crying she's trying to comfort him for however long she was trying to do he he picks the baby up she immediately you know within like thirty seconds tries to take the baby back from him and yeah, he didn't, I didn't even get like a chance he didn't get a chance to even try like I can calm down quicker you was doing this for like ten minutes before he even I came thought in. that like it wasn't working yeah so. Now, and he's coming to try to, he's coming like, hey, I want to take the baby. I, you're going to, this is the break that you need. Mm-hmm. Give, give me my baby back. Give me my baby back. I don't trust you. And she said, give me the baby. Oh, she well, which give me the almost baby. Was, which is almost worse. Yeah. So, and I don't trust you. Like, why don't you trust him? Why don't you because trust him? Because he ain't been around. Well, he ain't been around, but he, he I do, okay, yes. You don't necessarily need to give you don't need to give men cookies for doing the bare minimum. However, he is trying. He has made efforts to be to try to be her helpmate as much as he possibly could in another city. He's offered to take away baby away for a week. He's given trying to give her a night off. She's blocking these this this effort. You can't know how to do it until you do it. And she yeah, had. I feel trash. like she has. I feel like she has to let him do it. I did not like the. But I do not like the way that he came at her until you blew my life up. You know. Right. Like no, I think he said ruined my life. I, I think. No, I thought he, no, he said blew my life up. Blew my life. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. yeah. And the baby was there for that damn conversation. Right. Both of them are trash for just cussing. That and, entire you know, conversation was trash. Mm-hmm. Because the he baby started crying. This is the conversation that's when the that baby they needed crying. to have when she said they that I was pregnant. Have, yeah. they, I about to say, yes, they should have had that conversation as soon as she said I'm pregnant. Right. As so, but now the baby's here. Y'all, y'all have to work it out. And if you don't, y'all need to give that precious little baby up for adoption because y'all niggas is too fucked up to be parents right now. And I, I really was just like, give the baby to Lila Rashawn. Both of y'all get on that raggedy ass Spirit Airlines flight and <laughs> die. I would for both of them to die. Give that baby to somebody else. Right. That so will absolutely care for him. We do see it end horribly, and we see Lawrence Terrible. on his flight back. And as you uh, said, right, right, right. He has a, I guess, come to Jesus moment where he's like, because I he guess, saw another baby. He saw oh, another yeah, so baby on that crying. flight. And he was just like, oh, the baby would have been on this flight. 
But I mean, you that like to Juwan's point, you're gonna have to deal with shit like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. turbulence is gonna happen. I thought it was weird that she was okay with him taking the baby on a flight. No, no, I don't so, think it was yeah. a flight because it was only supposed to be for a night. I believe what it was. Yeah, was, he had a rental. Yeah, I think he was just like, Airbnb. oh, Airbnb. right, he had the rental, and it was car. only a, a walking distance wherever he was going. He says, yeah, it's only walking distance. Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. Just something I do want to bring about the show. I believe one of the overall themes, either whether it's. I'm so sorry, Juwan. I apologize. He got a rental car. He was going to drive that baby from LA to San Francisco? No, No, to to, to the the street from her house. Right. She said, he said it's walking distance. Oh, so he wasn't taking the baby. No, San Francisco. he just left. He, yeah, he just left completely after the fight. So now and I'm he, even madder at Condola. Yeah, she was wild. She was wild enough. Because the thing is, I thought that he was taking that baby back to San Francisco. And for you a know? second, I was just like, okay, yeah, I could kind of see like being a little apprehensive on the baby going 500 miles away for mm-hmm. a week. Yeah, that nope. that would that would make me antsy. But if the baby down the street. Yep. Now, okay. All right. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. This the overall theme of the of the of the series of sorry this season so far has seemed to be whether it's intentional or not has been seeming some type of death. Where you had in episode one, of course, the jokes about Kelly being dead. Uh, episode two, what was it? It was um, Molly's parents doing a will and estate planning. Um, and then you had in this episode uh, a scare about a plane crash. So I don't know if they're doing this intentional or not about these kind of themes that relate to some type of death. And I think some people have alluded that is someone going to actually are they going to like do something like actually have a character die or excuse me or have a funeral at the end of the series or is it like the death of the show in a sense because it's the final see uh, final um season so it's just kind of like an interesting thing that i picked up on like we had in every episode so far we had some type of allusion to death to a possible death mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the episode, Lawrence reaches out to Condola and says uh, they need to talk. He's assault. he apologizes because he said, threatened to he threatened to take the baby away. Right, mm-hmm. he's trash. That was trash. And, and says they do. This is not working, and it's not. And I assume now we move forward that they're going to have a conversation they should have had a year ago, but whatever. So. Uh, huh. Well, we I guess this is now our time to get into feedback, Juwan, because you said we have uh, quite a few. Yes, uh, we do have quite a few bits of feedback. I will start with the emails that we got. Um, the first uh, feedback uh, comes from uh, someone that I know, but um, they kind of called us out on a couple of things, Jamil. Oh. So uh, this is a short one. So uh, this comes from a person named Soror Salsa. I'm not sure what uh, affiliation uh, she has, but she says, hey, y'all, I'm really enjoying your podcast. 
Jerron brought me um, through it through the Soul and Stereo Cipher on Facebook, which is a, a music group I'm in. Um, the discussion is great, and I love the varied opinions on the show. I also enjoy the personal stories and the sides because they're relevant to the storylines. I just have one thing to say. Jared is not bisexual. He told Molly about a single experience that he never repeated. Do you think every drunk girl who kissed her fellow drunk friend at a bar is bisexual? Can we please evolve our thinking on this subject? Thanks for a great discussion on Insecure. Miss um, Salsa, yes. Um, Joke over facts. <laughs> I was about to say, everybody can get, everybody can get these jokes. Everybody. I don't care your sexual orientation, LGBTQIA, or straight. Right. Jokes over facts. Yes, Talk your we, shit. We Everything were she said was correct. I know that nigga straight. Yeah, he probably had one drunken night with that dude and let and let that dude uh, suck his dick. Okay, that's fine. I'm still going to joke about him being bisexual, and I'm not gonna stop. Right. That nigga, sex- that, nigga, that nigga is bisexual. We are fully aware that sexuality is a spectrum. Absolutely. And we support and we do support that. But oh, yeah. everybody in jokes. the letter community. We love the letter community. Mm-hmm. But and we go get these jokes off. We we're not going to be problematic. Right. Space juice. We're not <laughs> oh, We're not going to ship we're not going to ship hell it. But they gonna get these. Jokes. Oh hell no, no, we definitely not spelling it. No, but no, these jokes will be gotten. Right. I ain't even saying no Asian jokes this episode. Well, they Asian Right, I ain't saying nothing. I got nothing. I got to talk to Peter know. anyway. But yeah. thank you. Jokes over facts. So thank that, you for listening. For the, thank, right, keep and please keep going because the keep the, listening. But an, just know the anecdotes will continue. Right, the anecdotes will. Continue. They're not stopping. Because Jamel did kiss a white man, and I will never let her forget it. Jesus Christ. See? Right. See, everybody thank get the same disrespect. But right. thank you for listening. Thank you, Sora Salsa. Our next feedback needs you to, Jermaine, want to pour you another glass of wine, relax, comes from the lovely Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hey, boo. So, Brittany. <laughs> Uh, so Brittany says, good evening, beautiful um, melanated host and Devin. Oh, I was recovering from homecoming shenanigans last week. Sidebar, Jamel, you are correct. FAMU's mascot is a rattler. Thank you. Um, OK, great. So she that's why she didn't leave feedback for episode two. But boy, I have thoughts. But we'll save that for another time. But into this episode, nothing but stress, cursing and anxiety. Right, that we are all right there with you. Um, there should have been the ad for condoms and birth control for this episode, but the episode speaks hmm. for itself. Where was the condom, Issa? Where was the condom when Lawrence was having oh, sex Lord. with that other girl? Huh. She's gonna get she's I'm surprised she didn't get the tweets yet. You anyway, know it. I'm just gonna break it down based on Lawrence and conference call because I had issues with both of them. Be right there with you, Lawrence. You haven't sacrificed anything. The most you sacrifice is your relationship with Issa, because where were you when your child was born in another city in an awkward ass date? 
Your job as a father doesn't start the day the baby is born. Your job, your job starts the time you find out she is pregnant and you had no entrance interest in being involved in her pregnancy. That's what I said. You don't get to swoop in when it's convenient. Doing the bare minimum does nothing. And that has always been my problem with Lawrence, because you're not the stereotypical bum ass nigga and you have a degree tall and you have facial hair. And you get a fucking pass. What he's a fuck sh- boy who thinks he's a nice guy. Tasha was right. That part. What you should have done when you found out that. Not true. What you should have done when you found out that Coco Miller was pregnant is reject the job. <laughs> because when you become a parent, it becomes about the kid. Not about your selfishness and what you want. How he got to rise up in his career fuck other women, and got to come and go as he pleased. That's not how co-parenting works. Granted, he did try with condiments, and we will get that, but he was doing the bare minimum, as usual, expecting to be awarded Father of the Year. And lastly, he needs to stop letting Chad put a battery in his fucking back, because Chad offers the worst toxic masculine takes on everything, and where does Lawrence always end up? The guy who thinks he's nice, was actually a fuckboy in the I end. Said it. I disagree. I, th- I think I think I think Chad is a great friend, someone that oh, supports man. you regardless. And I, I like that. I think he's a great friend. And we all have friends like that. I think Chad I is think- a good friend, but he's not a good friend in this type of circumstance because I believe had Chad let's say rewriting the show, Chad at the baby shower would have instigated the fuck out of that fight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love this, Chad. <laughs> so, Coco Melon, I have my issues with Lawrence, but girl, I cannot with you. What did you yeah. think co-parenting was going to be with a one-night stand with the nigga you don't really like? You should have gone to the free clinic and took care of it, or not have told him and raised his baby by yourself, but she told him because she, t- she wanted him involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm quiet. She has every right to be skeptical of Lawrence. His reaction was when she told him she was pregnant was understandable, but at least give the man a concrete schedule so you can give him a chance to prove if he's going to be there. She's holding way too many grudges to co-parent property with Lawrence. And that and part of me feels she went to that baby's birthday party to show off in front of Issa. Because she did. I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point because it was interesting it was that we didn't even see Issa there. Mm-hmm. I just kind of felt that Issa probably, the writer Issa probably felt that she did not need to be around this episode oh, and yeah. make it about that this particular This was a Lauren centric episode. Right, and that will only cause more. That will only cause unnecessary conflict and awkwardness that they didn't need. It was already there on the page what Lawrence and um Condola was going through. Uh, and we didn't need the extra. Okay, back to her feedback. Because she's that type of petty bitch that we've seen from the prior season in the episode, which makes me glad that Issa got that ride from the airport and left that nigga on the street corner looking dumb as hell. Because could you imagine Issa dealing with all this bullshit? Back to Lauren. I don't think he's earned the trust to take the baby, but at the same time, you're not really giving him a chance and you're not communicating, which makes it so much more frustrating not to side. What did I say? Always. Because both of y'all are fucking horrible and, and don't deserve that baby. What did I say? 
Honestly, I enjoyed the episode. It really shows the two different sides of being a parent and co-parenting relationship. And it was funny on Twitter watching people realize that they were get pregnant, how much they don't really like the people they were fucking. So maybe Insecure is doing more good for the world than we expected. Oh, okay. oh I thought she's saying that you know, people on Twitter are realizing they, don't like the, they really don't like the people they fucking. I see what she's talking about. All right. My feedback, my feedback is long enough, so I'm going to thrive in abundance somewhere around my house. This feedback may cancel me. I don't care. I'll leave you. I'll leave oh, you back for next week. Bye, guys. No, you're definitely not canceled. We totally agree Absolutely with you. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, well, we what's, about what, to kind of leave stuff. We agree again? with her. What's hmm? Brittany? What's this person's name again? This, this is, is Brit? Brittany. This is Brittany. Brit? Okay, okay. Oh, Brit, come on now. If you want, Juwan, I can read the Facebook one. If you want a break. Up to you. Okay. Well, let me read this last email, and this is okay. from. Uh, also, she was wrong about Lawrence. He's oh, girl. <laughs> Just this to last. Um, uh, this last email comes from our friend Marcus. Hi, Marcus. What up, bro? Wait, he emailed you. Yes, he emailed me. He normally just what up? Marcus. We gonna what up? fight because normally he just gives his his feedback. To, ooh, Marcus. What up, homie? Let me text him right now. Text him real quick. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead and read. Go ahead and read. Greetings. Uh, uh, Marcus, it's a green dot. It's Marcus, it's a green dot. Just disregard it. Or <laughs> bubble. Just, just, I know he has an iPhone. Greetings, Itadal podcasters. I trust that you are all thriving in abundance. Limitless. Definitely we are. I'm not going to get caught up in a debate about parenting because as a parent of a small child, I found this episode to be very, very hard to watch. Agree. Pretty much from start to finish. Thank goodness for Kelly, cousin Tyrell, aka Pepper Pig, and Chad. Yeah. I'm here to solve the problem because I can't handle this dysfunctional ass situation that Elijah Mustafa Mansa Musa Walker Hayes has to deal with. <laughs> after, <laughs> after thinking about this for five minutes, here's what I've come up with. One, number one, Lawrence, bro, you got to spend more time in L.A. You've already said that you're not a trolley nigga anyway. I don't want to hear any excuses because you're clearly making good money if you can fly back and forth like you are and you work in tech. Take some of those meetings remotely. Number two. What did I say? Mm. Number two, you can't miss any more trips just because if you said you're going to be there, you got to be there. Obviously, if you actually have to miss uh, work, that's one thing. But they showed you just decline and go, and that won't fly. Number three, bro, I know you're still not going on dates. Are you kidding? You don't get to go on any dates with San Francisco women until the prophet baby Elijah Muhammad Walker Hayes is no longer breastfeeding. I I'm sorry, I don't you. make the rules. The only woman you may date is Issa because you were already with her when you found out, and she lives in L.A. Number four, listen to Chad. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Box back. Don't just stand there letting Kiki Palmer Hayes play you. Get in there and father. Number five. Yeah. Also, also, listen to Derek. With Whatever it is, don't be a diva and turn this into a scene in front of Ja or in public. You're going to take some L's letting her be right, but the point isn't, isn't winning. The point is being a good dad. Sometimes that means letting the wrong ass woman be right. And sometimes that lets you quietly learn she was right and you were wrong all along. Number six. But most importantly, listen to Condola. But Marcus, I hear you saying Condola isn't communicating with me. True. But you don't appear to be asking any fucking question either. That's a good 
point. He's so uh, passive. He's the passivest nigga in the world. I said passivist. Term, I, I meant what I said. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, she sprung the name on you, but you didn't think to ask her if she had any names in mind over the course of several months. If she's a terrible communicator, fine. Show some initiative and get the information you need. Make a co-parenting app if that helps your tech bro mind work through it. With reminders that go whoop whoop or make a baby crying sound. Mm. Sidebar. Whoop, whoop. What a deep cut. <laughs> Sidebar. Why on earth did the girl who Lawrence left at the restaurant talking about, I guess my baby was born, here come his own cash, still let him hit. Respect, respect yourself, young queen. Stupid and cute. <laughs> Lastly, just one time, Condola is trash. Lawrence is trash, too. Of course, we already knew that. I guess the show just wanted us to know that she's insecure, too. Mm-hmm. And and um, just to piggyback off of that, uh, Marcus, and thank you very much for leaving uh, an email for us. We very much appreciate you. Uh, you've been riding with us since the be- since we back in the day when we were podcasting on our mm-hmm. other shows. So we definitely appreciate you for staying oh, with us. Oh, he's a but um, that is that was something that Prentice Penny did point out that he wanted that they wanted to show um about Condola and show her insecurities as well, and that she doesn't really have it all together, and oh, that yeah. and I think the actress herself in the um the wind down did mention that her character was being was being very unreasonable towards Lawrence and his efforts and trying to be and actually trying to show up and that she okay. still had some residual um that she still that she was holding some grudges against him so but yeah but um yeah that, thank you that was great that was great feedback i mm-hmm. disagree with the the shade to Lawrence but I love the support of Chad. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think the thing That's is, my TED talk. We saw how Condola deals with stress last episode. I mean, not last episode, last season. Like, when she and Lawrence broke up, she completely shut down and didn't say shit to Issa. Mm-hmm. And left Issa holding the bag with that block party. Which was also fucked up. She just doesn't know how to communicate. She doesn't know how to communicate... And Lawrence is too passive. This is just a recipe for disaster. Right. Definitely. Uh, Jamil, you got the uh, Facebook for me? I do. Let me pull it up right now. While you're pulling that up. I would like to say that at least it's and I'm going to sound like I'm defending Condola, but I feel like we've said she said that about her character from the fact that she didn't want to have a child. She didn't want to be a mother. I guess some mm-hmm. I don't know what caused her to start wanting to be one but i get i feel like she's always been like this this person it's just now there's extra stress on it because of the baby i, I wonder know. i kind of wonder if was, yeah she did say that when that she when she was married she wasn't ready we don't necessarily know why they even got divorced i don't think yeah so i wonder if they got divorced I, because I think she said he was ready and she wasn't i think yeah I think that Listeners, yeah, I think it let was us it. Know. But uh, let us know. So we we'll know we know he didn't cheat because he was a black man. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder if that kind of like led to the fall of that of her marriage that she did was not ready to start a family or did not want to start a family with him. Then she should have called her ex husband. Exactly, that's a good point. So I wonder if Condola was feeling her age and like, oh, mm-hmm. I got pregnant. Yeah, I got just- pregnant. 
Yeah. Um, let me, you know, cause you 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 know the times when you get nutted in West, you know. Okay. Edit that out. I'm just saying. Please. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> you know the times. Do not edit that out. You know. You know the time <laughs> when you're when you're getting letting somebody shoot up the club. So she quote unquote got pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. and said. Well, yeah, they said they were being safe, but I mean, like, if they were being safe, if they were not using condoms, if they were not using condoms, I presume he was pulling out, which is not, it's not, it's not a one hundred percent thing, like. That's not how shit works. But okay, go ahead. We yeah, learned yeah. that in Bridgerton. <laughs> yes, we did learn that in Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. The powers of Bridgerton actually pull up. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah. Uh, yes, I do have the feedback up. Um, all right, we're going to start with Charlene. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, hey, Devin. Hey, Juwan. And a hello to my oh-so-pretty Soror Jamel. Hello, girl. My thoughts. They are both trash for this passive and passive-aggressive communication. What did I say? I'm sorry. Um, hindsight hot take. Condola never should have told Lawrence she was pregnant. I agree with that. You can be as involved. You can be as involved as you want. Equals. I will not hold your lack of involvement against you. But she is. Lawrence should have been researching and planning way before the due date. How do you not know the due date window? The writers definitely showed how a lot of non-carrying partners fall into a hands-off approach. The baby is abstract until after birth. If they had talked about baby names, then they should have named the baby together. Mm-hmm. I do not fault Lawrence for taking the job in San Francisco. He is clearly making big fly-out money. He should have been flying out for every prenatal appointment, though. If you wanted to be involved, take action. Don't just wait to be asked. What did I say? What did I say? I'm not. I just, okay, anyways, Charlene continues. Condola kept information from him because she was resentful of quote unquote, keep me posted. Ma'am, use your big girl voice and say, I want to do this together or not at all before the baby is born. You trying to play at communication with no intentions to actually talk about it later or share your plans. I also think she'd be a takeover. Let me do it, partner, if they were still together. I agree with that. Uh, yes, I yeah. definitely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. She'd be a helicopter mom. Absolutely. I think it, um, I think it matters that Laura, was in, that Laura was in San Francisco, honestly. I think that she would still be the same way if he lived. She'd be the same way. In they just have maybe three fewer problems. They just have a few, like, couple. They'd have a few, like, three or four fewer problems. Uh, their fight was brutal, but they didn't quite lie to each other. The side comments from Kiki and Lawrence's mom weren't wrong either. Shout out to Derek for pulling Lawrence's coattails. We talked about that. Um, our last feedback is from Josh. Uh, can I? Can I? Did, she said she. She. Oh. I, I got a question. She said Go that ahead. she shouldn't have told Lawrence that she was pregnant. Yeah, like if she was gonna, act, if she gonna act like that, just don't tell him. Oh, okay. Totally disagree with if that. If you just want to do this shit all by yourself, if this is how you're gonna act, don't tell him. Because she just don't want to baby. do it all by herself. I know, I know. But right. if this is how you're gonna act and this is how you're gonna handle shit, don't tell him because at, like, and that's another level of trash. But 
you know, have the baby, don't have the baby, whatever you want to do, your body. But if you're going to act like that, don't tell her. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, it, 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 it's one of, like what did Chris Rock say? It's not right, but I understand. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, it would be fucked up had she not told him, but I get why she wouldn't because a whole, all of this shit that's happening right now is just ridiculous. So, yeah, okay. no, that's what that was. Okay, but now we were on to Josh. What up, bro? What up, homie? Okay, I thought I had quit this narcotic after hashtag Lawrence Hive started really taking over on Twitter. But my friend implored that I watch this episode. So given that all I truly know is season one and two and the ending of season four, uh, episode four, I got thoughts. Hmm. Well, number one, I need a little context. Has Lawrence not talked to Constance since she told him she was pregnant? I don't think so. Other than the mm. kidney posting shit. Number Very two, little. has she told her right? Has she told her family the situation that they are in? We talked about don't, that. Yeah, don't, don't think, think so. Number three, her communication is shit, and his understanding is shit. The writers had to leave out a lot of stuff just to get the internet to argue. They I know what they're that. doing. They know absolutely. I absolutely know what they're doing because this should not happen with, like I said, this should not happen with adults. This is a teen mom shit. This is like uh, uh, pregnant and sixteen, sixteen and pregnant or something like that. This isn't okay. Let me, number four. There is no way he was going to drive a newborn from L.A. to San Francisco and think that that was a good idea. He would be calling her at thirty minutes into the drive. He should have just asked to stay there and take care of the kid. We covered that. And I'm mm. glad I was, I'm glad I didn't fully get it. Cause so now everybody else does. Cause I missed that. So there you go. Number uh, 4.5. Cause he has two fours on here. <laughs> um, having a newborn is the most nerve wracking thing there is. She was fried. You got to come in with patience. If you're trying to reason with anyone in that state. That's I good agree point. with that. Cause niggas like and and she's breastfeeding. You have a lot of hormones going through you, okay? Like you gonna have to give her some grace. Cause yeah, uh, breastfeeding hormones they hit different. But anyways, number five. I hate that they both go from zero to a hundred. Can we jump straight to court? Uh, can can we jump straight to court or give me my baby stuff when shit gets tough? Um. Number six, lastly, bruh, don't be giving baby table food yet. And if you're going to name a kid with no input, just say you don't want the dad to be there at all. Mm-hmm. Josh didn't really ever say anything that wasn't true. No, all facts. I agree with a lot. Every, I think, okay, I think all of us have the same. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Everybody, We're all everybody, in one accord. Everybody's on one accord in this episode. There were no yeah. fights. God bless. This is wonderful. So, right. Debbie, you got any rebuttal for any of that? But right, 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 right. I agree. Thank you, um, Josh and Charlotte. Thanks, Josh. Keep, on, uh, keep leaving the feedback. Oh, also, I forgot to mention what was the Charlene? Was it Charlene? Charlene. 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 Please, I hope we're not pronouncing this wrong. Right. I appreciate you for putting me first. Thank you. Oh, nigga. <laughs> that did so, not go unnoticed. 
So, listeners, if you want to leave feedback um, for us for the next for our next episode in our future endeavors, you can do that um, by sending us an email at etopod at gmail.com. You can also, um, if you are a follower on Facebook, you can leave us uh, feedback just like Charlene and Joshua did on the uh, Facebook post that I go there go up for um, before the episode um, is recorded. And you can also leave us a voicemail uh, at area code 205-304-1655. We appreciate uh, all the comments that you're sending in. It really enhances the episode, and we're glad that you're interacting with us. So please continue to do so. Awesome, y'all. So uh, do we have any predictions for next week? Did y'all watch the preview? Uh, Oh, my God. Did I watch the preview? What was in the preview? I don't remember if I watched it. I watched the episode so many times. Um, the pre- the preview for next week is going to be the aftermath of um of 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 Nathan of Nathan leaving Issa. Yeah. Know. Um, oh, I didn't. I don't think I saw that. Then I need to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like how they like their next conversation. It's kind of like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. I think a lot of people just. The relitigate last week a little bit. I think a lot of people online were kind of um were kind of on that Nathan is trash boat, but it, it judging by how they seemed judging by how they seemed in the preview, he seemed they kind of seemed to be cool. They were taking shots together, so you know she's mm-hmm. not. It doesn't. He's he. We can be safe to assume that because he's in next episode and they're interacting together, he did not ghost. You know, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. left her, but he did not go. He just went home. Yes, which he was gonna do anyway. Uh, he didn't go, so he just went home. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not good. I, I definitely would not consider that ghosting. I would just, like he's, she's trying. He's to, not trash, but he's not a good friend. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that assessment. My prediction, though, for next week is we're gonna. My prediction is we're gonna see Andrew again. Oh. Really? All right. All right. right. Peter's cousin. All right. We out here. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. I, I think we like gonna... him. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind Andrew. I did not oh, mind Andrew. Okay. okay. Right on. I, I need to watch the preview, but yeah, I agree with yeah. him on whatever, yeah. whatever he said. Yeah, they didn't show him in the preview. They didn't show Andrew in the preview, of course. But Andrew is one of, is a close friend of um, Nathan. So, and I think there's like a friend's trip or something. So I'm thinking. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They were roommates. Right. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I don't. But I don't agree that Kelly's dead. I love Kelly. I, I think she us. She's a she's a sentient ghost. She's a ghost. She's oh, a sentient. She's Casper. Anyway, you danger girl. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Jamel, where can they find you on the um, on the lovely internet? Well, they can find me at uh, I was about to say Devin Lamar. Uh, they can find me at Jamel Mybell right on. on Twitter. I uh, know. You can find me at Jamel Mybell on Twitter. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. And anywhere else? Thank you for stopping. Absolutely not. That is absolutely none of your business. You can find me on Twitter and that's it. All right. right. Devin? Uh, You can find me on Twitter celebrating a world championship by my Atlanta Braves and another win by my Jacksonville Jaguars at Devin Lamar. With With two hours. Talk about it. 
And you can find me on the Quiet Storm on Twitter at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. You can also find me on TikTok where I do my cooking tutorials. Um, once again, thank you very much oh, for uh, Speaking of t- cooking, why did you not did you not put cinnamon in your chili? No, I don't do that. I did that one. I did that. Did I? When I made uh, it was some different kind of chili. I don't know if it was cinnamon or if I put a chocolate in it. But somebody gave me a recipe, and I would never do it again. It wasn't good. Um, so I, I did put a lot of it. I I I know how to cook. Uh, so I did not. Oh, put it no, I'm I just saying I didn't. I didn't say you could. It. I was just saying like when people were like frowned upon me when I said cinnamon. I'm like cinnamon. Like like that's like frowning if you put sugar in your pasta sauce. No, I and I don't do that either. But no, I did not. Um, I didn't you gotta like ba- and, balance um, out the acidity. Jamel, do you like uh sugar in your pasta sauce? My husband does it. Right, but he puts spaghetti, like uh, some type of weird stuff in his uh chili rice, spaghetti noodles or some shit. Well, he, you know, he makes his chili, but you can put it over spaghetti noodles. Right, right. Some type of I I knew it was some type of serial killer shit. That's it. That is his one flaw. Not by actually do that again. Um, but now you but uh, this is what he's referring to. Is, uh, I did a wild turkey chili. You can see that on um, TikTok where I make chili with uh, wild turkey one on one bourbon. Um, but yeah, thank you again for listening. Uh, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you all next week on the next episode of Insecure. Amen. Farewell. Bye. Peace. What do you want? You know what I want, Charity. I'm here to pick up my son. Hey, son. All right, I'm out. Be back next week to pick him up again. He's such a good father. Hey, then.